You are now listening to the Success Podcast Network. and welcome back to a brand new episode of Success. It is what it is right here on the Success Podcast Network. As always, thank you so much for pressing play and joining me for this episode that I'm so very excited to share with you today. But first things first, and I'll get to the details of this episode in just a little bit. But as always, thank you so much to everyone for all the love and the support for the podcast, because you're the reason why I keep this thing going. So it means the world to me. So thank you. Uh, The last time I published an episode was September 24th. And I got to give a big shout out to my man, Rick, because he he holds me accountable and he held me accountable because he called me up and he said, hey, last last time you put out uh, an episode, last time you published an episode. September 24th, what gives? And so uh, much love to him for always keeping me on my toes on what I need to do here and where I'm lacking. And that is a true friend right there. Always pushing me to do the best that I can, that I can do and the best that I can be. So thank you, Rick. Thank you so much for that. And he is right. September 24th was the last one. Um, After that episode, that video episode was published and it seems like Every time there's a a little bit of time between episodes, it's because life happens and I I tend to prioritize what's going on uh, with me in order to get things squared away and straightened out. And this time uh, there was, there was, I mean, life was what it was for me and taking me into October. So mid-October, I had to really step back and press the reset button. It was one of those moments of, you know what? Enough's enough. It's time to get things squared away. Life is always going to be what it is for us, my friends, no matter what it is that we're going through. And, you know, 90% of all of this is how we react to it. And so mid-October, I said, um, enough's enough and let's, let's step back. So I hit that reset button and it was a good thing. It was a good thing. And I'm still feeling the effects of that reset button. And while it has been very, very different, very, very life changing, it is also a very, very strange feeling as well, because pressing the reset button on yourself really takes you to another place. And if you really focus on going somewhere that you've never been with just you, within you internally, in your soul, in your heart, uh, mentally, you know, through mine has been done through a lot of prayer, a lot of meditation, a lot of time alone. Um, It really, really takes you another place. And I just, I suggest that everyone, if you can and you're able, you know, do that. Press, press that reset button and gather yourself again. And I took a lot of great notes, a lot of 
um, experiences that have been occurring since that pressing of the reset button. And so I've got a good episode coming up, which talks about that. So um, that'll be coming out very, very soon. And so that will go along with what has been going on with the podcast as well. And before I get into that, I have to apologize. My voice sound a little, it might sound a little bit different because a few days ago I lost it completely. So here in a second, when you hear this episode, I'm going to sound totally different. And today is really the first day where I sound somewhat normal. And I had to get this podcast out because my friend truly deserves it for her sitting down with me. And I knew I had to record an intro because I do, I do want to talk about her and I want to speak about her. So I had to get my voice back. So I apologize if I sound a little bit off. I know it will come back very, very soon. Also, going along with what we talked about in this episode, it really leads into what's coming up with the podcast because there's a brand new show and it is going along with the theme of success. It is what it is. And that's going to be coming out very soon. The matter of fact, this episode would probably work better on the new show. But because I recorded it under this this show and really um, placed it here, uh, this is where I'm going to publish it. And I really want to get it out because, again, um, my friend did a fantastic job. And so be out on the lookout for that. And it's going to be really cool. And if I can get her to host the new show, that would be even better because she'd be absolutely fantastic. But I've I've gone long enough without mentioning her name in this episode. And so this episode right here is called Getting Your Power Back. And it is with none other than my wonderful, wonderful friend, one of the most greatest humans, human beings on this planet, excuse me, Miss um, Christina Lee. And I just, if, if you have the opportunity to meet this amazing, amazing woman, you have to, you have to take it. You cannot miss out on not knowing her. And the reason why I asked her to be on this episode was because she and I have been great friends for such a very, very long time. And, you know, just like some friendships, you're going to see them every day and you're going to talk to them every day. And, you know, some friends, some friendships, you, you know, you, you leave each other and you go do your thing. And that happened with us. I didn't see her for a few years. And then it turns out we reach out, we get in contact again with each other and we picked it up as if no time had ever passed. And she, the reason why I had to have her on here, this topic of getting your power back. I had a major, major situation, life-changing event that happened with me. Um, And if you know me personally, you know exactly what that is. But, you know, she, she was there for me. And she was very, very truthful. She was very, very blunt. She was very straightforward. She was, she was caring. She was everything that you would expect to have in a great friend. And what really said, I got to have her on the podcast is because she's also gone through her own life situations and she just has the most fantastic take on it. Now, when we talk about getting our power back, of course, 
in this regard, we're talking about relationships. Now, you can pick it and call it however you want to call it. It could be relationships between you and a significant other, between you and a friend, you and a family member, uh, you and your children, what, whatever relationship you want to pick it. This is what we are talking about today. Now, we get very we get personal with it because it is very personal. It is, it is very, very meaningful uh, with us in this episode. And again, some of the things we talk about are some of the things that people do not want to talk about. And this is why this is very, very meaningful because this is what the podcast is about is talking about these things that people don't want to talk about and need to be talked about. Because when we don't say these things and we keep them hidden and we try to figure it out on our own without having someone else say those words that are going to help us get through a situation, then, you know, we're just stuck holding on to this and it builds up and it gets worse and it, it it can go through so many things. And so with her, Um, You'll hear us talk about this. We spent many, many hours on the phone through text messaging, through phone calls, conversation, and her insight, her knowledge, her words are just beautiful. And I just felt that she needed to share them with the world. All right. So again, she's just a beautiful, beautiful person. She has so much love for helping other people. And I think that is what is the most beautiful thing of it all is she has a heart of gold and she wants to see everyone happy and she wants to help out as much as she can to help others be happy. And so it gives me great pleasure to share this episode with you. I hope you'll sit back and enjoy it. Again, I titled this episode, Getting Your Power Back with Christina Lee. I hope you enjoy. All right, three, two, one, the red light is on. We are recording. Christina, are you here with me right now? I sure am. This is fantastic. I'm so glad that we are here. Um, I brought my mobile studio to your place. You did. And um, this fantastic home of yours, it is really cool to be here. Well, thank you. Thank you for making me comfortable to do this. Well, we only did this, what? five, six times to get comfortable. <laughs> Once or twice. <laughs> Once or twice. I mean, you know what? And if you could be here tonight, you would be part of the party. But that's your loss because you're not here. And so <laughs> this party is going to be a good one. But um, the reality of why we are doing here is because um, this is something that you and I have talked about doing for a little bit. For a little bit. For a little bit. For about a month, six weeks. Yeah. Um. And I, and I think it's because this is something that, as I've told you before, I think your story is beautiful. And for everyone that's listening right now, I really need you to kind of take a step back and go back to the social media pages for the podcast and go look at the promo picture of this episode. because. As I decided to promote this page, um, I really had to do you justice. Thank you. I really had to 
um, make this stand out in a way that really showcased who you are, mm -hmm. really showcase what you had to talk about. Right. Because what you have to talk about, and honestly, as we've talked off microphone, we could go so far with this. We could. We could. This and could be so, like a four-parter. Oh, four? Four episodes? Oh my gosh, as long as it took us to get ready for this. <laughs> oh boy, we're going to have to record this this whole production one more time. We need to get this on camera. <laughs> um, and so, and for everybody that's listening, please understand, um, this is this is going to be a very, very, uh, we're going to take it as personal as we can. We are here not in any way shape or form to uh, demean anyone. We're not here to talk bad about anyone because that's just not who we are. Right. That's not who we are. We are sitting here to talk about something that is very, very important because I believe for myself and for you that this is something about, I'm going to use the word love. It is love. It is love. It is love. But number one, it's love for ourselves. Absolutely. In the end. In the end. In the end. And so this is why everything that we're going to bring up is going to involve other people, other situations. But again, it's about us. Right. And I think that's what the world is missing right now. Because in, <laughs> oh boy, in our situations of whatever they may be, um, I don't feel that I feel that maybe we got out of situations kind of in a different way. We sure did. Right. We did. Um, for anybody else that's involved in this kind of situation, you know, that's why I say we're not going to demean anyone. We're not going to talk about, no. we're not going to talk bad about anyone because no. everyone has their own path. Mm -hmm. And you and I have spoken for so long of, so many things, so many late night conversations, right. uh, text messaging, phone calls, um, so much. But I'm going to stop talking <laughs> because I'm already going into the whole thing and that's not what I want to do. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it gives me great, absolute pleasure to introduce to you the one, the only. And if you've not, if you have not sat within three inches of this absolutely amazing woman that you are missing out on what the world has to give. So I introduce to you the one, the only Christina Lee. Let's all clap. Yay. Yay. She's here. <laughs> all right. So um, tell everybody, tell the world, tell the world as much as what you want them to know about you right now. What do you do? Like, what do you do? Because to me, what you do is the most coolest thing in the world. Well, I am a professional lifer bartender. <laughs> I, I, am, I am in this for life. <laughs> I chose my career path, and this is yeah. what I do. I've been in it for almost 27 years. And here's what I'm going to say about that. Like, you don't just, it's not, a, it's not something you walk into. No. Like, you have to know your stuff. You absolutely do. And so, to tend bar is not a... It's not just a, like a toss-up. No. This is an art form. It absolutely is. And I've seen you work many times. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, you know, for everybody listening, we're, we're here in Amarillo, Texas. You want to talk about where you are or no? 
in my home. Well, we're here in your home, but do you want to tell everybody where they could find you if they're here in Amarillo? Um, I work at the Broken Spoke Lounge on 6th Street in Amarillo, Texas, which is the old Route 66. Yes. 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 And I will say that that place was so much fun. Oh, it's a blast. There's so many good people there. It is a blast. You don't meet a stranger in there. You don't. And I remember when I was there this last time, um, there were so many people there that I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. I was, I was, I was just kind of hanging out with you. Mm-hmm. Um, this had actually been the first time since I'd seen you in so long. So long. And we'll get to our history here in a little bit. All right. There's a lot of history. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that sounds really bad the way that we set that up. Well, you know, we've known each other for a long time. We have known each other, have known each other for a very long time. And it's, and it's all good. Um, but I went to go see you cause it had been quite a while. Right. And it was like. I'd been there forever. Yeah. I had people coming up to me, talking to me, and I was just hanging out, you know, there by myself. By yourself. And you're working 100 miles an hour. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. If you can go to the Broken Spoke, if you want to see a true professional at what they do, oh, you got to go you. check out Christina, you know. And uh, you always got to take care of her. Do not, do not, do not, not take care of her. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. But uh, ladies every- and gentlemen, take care of your bartender. That's right. It is not It's just the saying. No, it is not. It's a true line. Mm-hmm. It's a true line. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, but yeah, everybody was cool and everybody was like coming up to me and people I didn't know. And when I left there, I needed, I, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> you had a good time. I had a good time. You had a great time. I had a good time. I'm ready to go back again. <laughs> All right. It was a good time. I'll be there this weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Um, but yes, it's not a, there's a lot of, in my opinion, because of what this this show, um, success, it is what it is, this show right here, this is based upon what everyone does to get to the successful point that they are at. Mm-hmm. So for me, as long as I've known you, so let's get into our history. Okay. Okay. Um, for everybody that knows this podcast, uh, I've always spoken about my career in education. Mm-hmm. And I started my career in education in 2008 at a certain school district here in Amarillo. And I, and I will not name them because I'm, right. I don't want to do that. But you were working there. I sure. Well, I was substituting there. And then I got hired on as a full-time position in the special education department. Right. And you were down the hall from me. I sure was. So you would walk down that hall all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, our friendship started. <laughs> in the hallway. <laughs> our friendship started in the hallway um and and you know it was cool it was it was uh how can i word this it was a, it was just a fun time it was it was a fun time and it was a small school district so we all kind of got to know each other right. we got to know the ins and outs of who we were right um we still kept it professional absolutely always but it was just so much fun yeah and so you are um if it's okay to say this, you are a mother of beautiful, beautiful children. Why would not that? Why would that not be okay to say? I, I'm just saying this: <laughs> three beautiful, beautiful children, but one of them, one of them, one of them, I had the honor and the privilege of having as a student of mine. Yes, and um, she's just beautiful. I love her to death. Still, same. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but yes. So our, you know, we kind of kept going through that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was something that still stands out with me. Uh, I don't remember what it was. There was a, a fiesta of some sort. 
Oh, and I cooked. And you cooked. I cooked and I brought food in. I brought a lot of food in. You did? She, my daughter came to me the night before. She says, mom, we're doing this in, in Mr. Vasquez's <laughs> class tomorrow. Can you cook? And I remember looking at her going, um, I, I, well, let me hit the store. Sure. And I was up for, I don't know, six, seven hours cooking. You threw down that night. I threw down. Because the next day when you showed up, I was like, oh my God, look at all this food. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I remember you were one of the last ones you helped out. Mm -hmm. You helped out of my class and, um, it was a good time. It was a great time. It was a good time. And so, but, you know, I think we, we built our friendship upon that mm -hmm. and we carried it on. And so that was 2008. No, at that time it was probably, that was probably 2009, 2010-ish by then. Was it? Yeah, it was a little bit yeah, later. Yeah, it was a little bit later. Yeah, That's right. That's right. But nonetheless, um, you and I have hung out all these years. Right. We have, we've hung out. Mm -hmm. We have not seen each other for years. Yeah. Before you came into the Broken Spoke a couple weeks ago, we hadn't seen each other in what, five years, probably yeah. almost five years. Yeah. It's been about five years. Yeah. It's a long time. It is a long time. But you know what the coolest part about all this? Hmm. It's like as if we never skipped five years. Absolutely. But that's a, but that's a real friend. You know what I mean? Yep. That's a that's, real friend. That's beautiful. It is beautiful. I don't, um, like, I think that's just really cool to me, you know? And so I, I don't know for, for, for everyone that's listening right now, um, you, you have to know the meaning of behind why this episode is occurring and to have someone on my show, I want to make sure that I deliver the best content that I can deliver to make sure that somebody's getting something out of whatever it is that we're talking about and why I asked you to come on. Right. Is because not only because you're just this amazing person that you are, and I want the whole world to know about you. Mm. I want the whole world to know about you, to just know about who you are and what you, what you have to offer. Thank you. Um, getting your power back. Right. And everyone that's listening, I keep saying that. I'm going to stop saying that because it's true. Every, I, I want everyone to hear this. Yeah. I want everyone to hear this. Uh, I think... We've gone back so far, but I think so highly of you. Thank you. And so I want everyone to know what you have and what you have to say about what it means to truly give your power back. So I swear I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> you haven't done it yet. <laughs> I know, but that's when you're the host of the show. Yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> no, um, this, is, this is going to be... <sighs> Would you agree this would be a hard episode to talk about? It's going to be hard. It's emotional. It is emotional. Mm -hmm. But I think that what needs to be talked about is something that nobody really talks about. No. I Yeah, I agree with you that. With, with that, nobody really talks about what this situation is. There's a lot of articles and there's a lot of Google searching about this, but there's not a lot of talking about it. Why would you think that? Mm, I feel like... A lot of people don't talk about it just because, I don't know, not that it's taboo or not that it's not that it's not a common occurrence, just people, I don't know, just don't want to discuss it because it's so commonplace in their households, it's so commonplace in their workplaces, it's so commonplace in just their livelihoods and nobody wants to really see what's actually 
what they're actually doing or what's in their life. I really right. just don't think so. What I want everyone to know is that you and I, we hadn't seen each other for about five years. Right. Did we even like, was there some kind of intertwining in between all that? No, not really. There really wasn't, was there? No. No, there was. Remember a while back, I went and saw you at the at the spoke with a friend of mine. Oh, well, that was, but that was right. You came to see me after I had reached out to you saying that you were teaching my husband's daughter. That's right. That's and right. So that's how we kind of reconnected because you were teaching her Spanish in high school. Right. And so right. we kind of reconnected then and you asked me where I worked. And so I told you and then you and a friend of yours had come in. And yes. but that, but that was probably still. That was 2017. That was 2017. Yeah. 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 yeah, it was. Yeah. So it was a while. But then again, after that, when I left you, that was it. Yeah, that was it. I didn't see you after that. And here no. we are, 2022. Right. And we reached out. No, no. You reached out to me um, a couple of months ago. Right. But again, it was like as if we had never stopped talking. Absolutely. So when we started talking about things yeah <laughs> when we started talking about things life life oh my god life life, life is so interesting <laughs> for us um you know i i think that the stuff that you're when we're going to get into this people i swear we are but if you're not part of this party right now between um of what we're doing and what we're talking about you are totally missing out it's um these are the, these are the episodes that are real and this is the stuff that i wanted to bring up and talk about because it's so much it's so much fun there's so much beauty when you have a when you have a person in front of you that um that has experienced stuff that has experienced life right you've experienced life mm-hmm. so when we talk about getting your power back we're obviously talking about what i'm t- when when i see that when i talk about getting my power back it's about getting me back. It's about getting the person I was at one point back, that strong, independent, confident, kind of cocky woman that I am. Kind of. Hey, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that's what that means to me. And getting and getting everything that comes with that though is not like our friendship, like friendships right. that come along with that, relationships that come back, like things that I have lost over these years. Right. And now I'm getting everything back. Would you say, would you say that you lost it because it was your doing or somebody else's doing? No, I lost it because it was my doing. Why would you think that when you say it's your doing? Yes. Are you mad at yourself for that? Yes. Okay. Why? So when I say that it was my doing, it's really easy to blame somebody else. It's really easy to blame somebody that comes into your life and just fills your brain and fills your life up with their own stuff. And like, oh yeah, well, I'm going to go do this because they want to No, the basis of that is it's you want to make somebody else happy. You, somebody else has come into your life and you want to make them so happy that you're willing to give up everything that you have. So that's my fault. That's not their fault. That's my fault. Because at one point I was weak enough to go, you know what? I'm going to do this. 
forget how powerful and confident and cocky or beautiful or whatever it is that I was at one point, I lost it and I gave it up myself. Right. So, and, and as I'm listening to, listening to you right now, I'm, I'm breaking all this down in my head mm-hmm. and the direction that this, this show, this, this success, it is what it is started off completely different. Right. And I know I've told you about this before, mm-hmm. but it started off because I just wanted to know what made someone like you. So our conversation right now would be totally different. I would be asking you about tending bar. Mm-hmm. I would be asking you how you got started right. and how you did what you do and how you get so successful and how you post fantastic Snapchat pictures of, <laughs> you know, great, great nights and things like that. But it's turned, it's turned into something else. Right. The, the experience of what this show and the title of this and for everyone that has already seen what I'm trying to do in my transition of changes into a network and building and making this bigger is because I want it. I want to reach out to more people. Right. This has turned into more of a mental thing now. Well, it's become personal. It's become personal. Right. And without going into the details mm-hmm. of why this has become personal, you know why this has become personal. Yes. I have. And now it's not about anybody else, but it's about me. Mm-hmm. It's about you. It's about everything we've experienced, but I think it's because it's not just us. No, it's absolutely not just us. There's, there's, there's so many other people, but how many people do you think are too scared to talk about this? Oh, everybody, everybody, anybody that's living through that is scared to talk about it. Anybody that is still in that situation is definitely still, still not able to talk about it. Anybody that's just come out of that situation doesn't even understand what they just went through. So they can't talk about it. It isn't until you get up and out and on the other side of it that you can look back and go, oh, that's what happened. That's what happened. Exactly. And so to kind of keep it, to keep it in one, (laughs) to keep it in one place, we're obviously talking about what it means to be in a relationship with somebody. Right. And again, we're not here to talk bad about anyone. No. And this relationship could be with a friend. Oh, absolutely. It could be with a family member. Yeah. It could be with someone. A significant other. Significant mm-hmm. other. But the thing about it is there's so many avenues that come out of the the ending of said relationship. Right. And what it does to somebody when you're just that close. Mm-hmm. But the focus is on us, mm-hmm. on you, on me what we do to keep going, to keep growing, to be better, to be someone that maybe we never knew who we were. Right. So are you ready for my question? Oh, I don't know. I can, I can always reject the question. Correct. You can reject the question, but you know what? There's always some sort of elaboration. Okay. All right. Well, come on. Let me give it my best voice. Okay. Let me give it my best voice. Christina. (laughs) Yes. Who are you? Ooh, see, we talked about this earlier. And I off, told you, I told off you, microphone. <laughs> I told you not to ask me that question because that's a hard question. You know, I am still in the healing stages from where I came from. Right. And so I'm learning myself again. And when I say that I know the old Christina, confident, successful, independent, I'm a pretty girl. I know that. Of course. I'm nice. I'm genuine. I'm caring. Mm, yes. Um, 
I'm getting all that back. So if you asked me seven years ago who I was, I'd be able to rattle off several different things. You know, a mom, a good worker, a good mm. friend, you know, just a good person as a whole. Right. If you ask me now, I'm a really good mom. I bartend for a living. I'm a good friend. I'm getting my confidence back. And I am trying with every single fiber of me to get six year ago, Christina back. That's who I am today. I remember six year ago, Christina. That was amazing. Man. <laughs> but now here's the thing. And even though I know we talked and you said, I'm not going to answer that question. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask you anyway. I knew you were going to. <laughs> I was going to ask you I anyway. I knew you were. Because here's, you gave me the answer that I knew you were going to give me. Yeah. Because here's the realization of that answer. Look what you just said. I know. So what did you just realize? I never realized anything. You, I realized that when you asked me earlier, I just didn't want to say it. <laughs> you talked about six-year-old Christina or the six, the Christina That's, from six years ago. But it, but it's true. I mean, there's been a huge transition in those years. Who I am now and who mm -hmm. I who I was then are vastly different because of circumstances and situations and relationship choices. So what makes you want this the Christina from six years ago? You know, I want Christina from six years ago, but I also want the Christina now that has the growth and the intelligence that came of what I just went through. Cause I'd never been through what I went through over the past six years before. Right. So that's, I want to intertwine it and I'm going to be a bigger and better Christina. So you can bring those two Christinas together. Yeah. And create this one super Christina. Super Christina. <laughs> Yes. Oh my God, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> if you don't know her now already and you didn't know her from six years ago, you have no idea who you're getting involved with. You've got no it's idea what you're in for. Fantastic. You've got no idea. Fantastic. Well, you know, what you are saying and what you're talking about in regards to the things that you've gone through, when we talk about getting our power back, it's simply the fact of is that we gave ourselves up to someone else in a way that totally removed us from who we are. Yes. We gave ourselves up to somebody to, excuse me, excuse me, to somebody else that we put them in front of who we are, who we are. and our happiness. Absolutely. Now, would you say, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's a terrible thing. Why? I feel at this point, now that, you know, healthy Christine is emerging. Yes. I feel at this point, when two people come together, you know, commonalities have to come out. Compromise has to come out. When you are compromising anything and everything that you are to make somebody else happy, how there's no good. Like, how, how does that even happen? There's no good that can come out of that. Because one person, and I mean, realistically, the person that I fell in love with, he probably fell in love with six years ago, Christina. And then... Right. And then I became this wallflower and doled my shine and doled myself down because I thought that I would fit into his life and his lifestyle better. So, I mean, it's, you, you just can't give up yourself because no matter if you think you're going to make them happy, you're not going to make them happy. You're just, you're just not. No matter how much work you put in, no matter how much work you put in, would you, would you say that? A sit down conversation 
with that person to say, this is what I'm doing for you. Would it work? Nope. Why? In my situation, so I'm just speaking for myself. In my right. situation, I was dealing with a very, very narcissistic person. And I do not use that term lightly. People have been throwing that word around so much. He was truly a narcissistic person. If I sat him down and said, you know, listen, I feel this way. I feel this way. I feel like, you know, I've done this and this and this. All I'm asking for is a crumb of bread to make me feel valid in everything that I've given up for you. A Give crumb? me a crumb so that I can feel valid in giving up my soul and my life to you. A crumb. Give a me a crumb. crumb. A crumb. But that's what happens. Right. You know, you get further into these relationships, that's what happens. Right. So you ask for this very small little minuscule thing from them and they go, what, what I gave you two months ago wasn't good enough. That what, that wasn't, that wasn't okay. That wasn't good enough. You want more from me. So then as the other person, the relationship that is the giver, you go, oh no, no, you know what? You're right. You're so right. You did give that to me. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry because I'm asking more from you than you didn't. You know what? Don't worry about it. I'm sorry. I love you. You go on your way. That's um, that's serious. Very serious. I just saw your face right there. <laughs> <laughs> you did see my face because um, I'm relating to you right now. I know. I know. I'm relating to you right now. And it's uh it's a big punch in the face. It is. When you finally realize it, when you finally understand what's happening to you. And ladies and gentlemen, we have this fantastic, <laughs> nice puppy here with us as well. And uh, yes, keeping us company while we record this podcast. He has, this no, is what, he has no idea what's going nothing. on. <laughs> this is beautiful. This is real life. This ladies real and gentlemen, life. real life. Yes. Um, watching or listening to you, hearing that, that's brutal. It is. To hear because you don't expect that, but that's exactly what it is. That's what happens. And you could be the best person in the world. Mm -hmm. You can love with everything in your body. And still get a crumb. And get a crumb. And then say. And feel bad for asking for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when in the beginning, it's amazing. But right. that's But with narcissistic personalities and people that are familiar with that is when you first come in with that, it's the love bombing. It's I love you. I've never loved anybody like I love you. You're the most a person, most amazing person that I've ever met in my entire. Oh, it's okay. We're still going. <laughs> this is how we do it. You're the most amazing person that I've ever met in my entire life. I could never. Right. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And so, the the most. Um, yes, you're the most important person ever. Right. Um, and you know, here's the thing. We're gonna we're getting into this pretty deep, mm -hmm. but what I want to say is something that, or what I want to bring up, is something that we're going in the right direction. Because I'm gonna tell you, when you said the word love bombing, oh my god, and this is exactly what I want to get into right now. Okay. All right, so when we're we're talking about the phrase love bombing. Mm -hmm. 
before you get into it, is it okay if I give my take? Absolutely. Okay. Um, with respect to situations, mm-hmm. my take on love bombing, which was something that I never, I never knew the phrase, mm-hmm. but I was only living as a man who felt that I needed to say how much I really cared mm-hmm. and to really show someone what I really felt. Right. Because I felt that that's the way it should be. Right. If you have a person, you should be able to tell them Absolutely. how much or what you feel mm-hmm. without any kind of regret of saying that's too much. Right. I never knew the phrase love bombing. Mm-hmm. I never knew the phrase. And so when I look back at situations, I'm like, was I that person? Was I love bombing? No, I don't feel like, well, if you'll let me interject, I don't feel like you were love bombing. Love bombing is a whole different thing when it comes to a narcissistic personality. It is a normal human reaction when they want to be with somebody and they want to love somebody. Right. That they tell them, I care about you. I love you. You know, your needs are my needs. I can't, yes. you know, let, let, let me do this. That is a normal human reaction. And I mean, that's mother nature right there. Trying to, trying to make babies all over the place and populate the world. <laughs> I mean, that's human nature right there. Mother nature. She's, she knows what she's doing, but love bombing is a whole nother beast. Love bombing is when you first meet somebody and that person, that narcissistic personality decides that that person is who they want to be with. It's, it's immediate. It's immediate. It's, it's a, it's an all encompassing, your interests are my interests. Right. What do you want? What do you need? Let me fulfill those needs. Let me tell you how much I love you and how beautiful you are and how wonderful you are. And so that you think that I am the perfect person for you. My interests are your interests. Right. Whether they're your, they're, whether they're their interests or not, they will make you feel like their interests are your interests so that you have so many commonalities, so that you have so much in common that you have no doubt in your mind, this is my person. They make you feel like, and this is, this is within the first month, two months of a relationship. I was engaged within three months. Okay. Because of this love bombing. Now, let me remind you, like I said earlier, I was super independent. I was super yes. confident. Yes. I didn't need anybody. I raised three amazing children by myself. Yes. I was not that person. And when I met my husband, that all went out the window because I had never had anybody love bomb me before. Okay. And it is an amazing feeling. It is. I can't take that away from it. But that's what gets so many people sucked in. And I read something very interesting today about love bombing and about narcissistic personalities is that there's some narcissists that will go after not just the weak and the feeble and that have all this trauma in their background and people they can prey on easily. They go after the confident and the strong and the successful because then they can say, yeah, I did that. Yeah, I got right that. Now? I read this very interesting article about that today, and I went, <laughs> I had this light bulb moment just today 
getting ready for this podcast going, wow, because I could not understand how I succumbed to that. I did not understand how I succumbed to that. This person that was who I was before, how I succumbed to that type of personality, how I succumbed and could not see through it, how I could not see through. Can I cuss on here? How I could, yes, not, yes. How, how I could not see through the bullshit that was what he was saying to me. Right. And like I said, I was engaged within three months. Who does that? Yeah. There's not a whole lot of people out there that's engaged within yeah. three months of meeting somebody, but I was just so entranced and so in love and just like, Oh my God, this is my perfect person. If you go, if, if, if you do know me and you go back on my Facebook post, it was all, I was so in love. I felt I had, I felt I had found my soulmate that God had sent this man to me. Right. And it was all bullshit, all bullshit. And I sat there for four years wishing for the man that I fell in love with to come back to me. Right. Love bombing is a so a terrible thing. So let me ask you this. Um, as a man, and I'm, I'm going to ask you this because I, I just feel that I can do this with you because I've known you so long. Let's say you and I are in a relationship. Right. And I'm truly, truly like, I mean, you're my person. Right. So obviously right now, and you know, we're sitting here in your home, mm -hmm. you're on the couch, I'm sitting on the couch and I look at you and I just smile and I say, my God, this woman is so beautiful. And I look at you and I mean, you know how it is, right? Yeah. And I look at you and I'm like, babe, you're gorgeous. Are you looking at me like that? I'm looking at you right now. Like that. <laughs> I'm looking at you right now, just like that. We'll get into that later, ladies and gentlemen. But seriously, why can I not look at you and do that? You can, because you don't, you're not a narcissistic personality. A normal person can do that, but it takes, as you know, and everybody that's yeah. listening knows yeah. in a relationship, when you first see somebody, when you first are getting into a relationship, it takes months to get to know that person. It takes months to learn their behaviors and have them learn your behaviors and to get to that place where you're comfortable enough to say, I love you, or, you know, just any of those things with a narcissistic personality that there is no gray area. There's no area like that. It's I've met you last week and you are my person and I love you so much. And I'm going to do everything I possibly can to make you happy. My husband within the first six weeks of us dating said, if we ever get married, I'm going to take you to Bali for our honeymoon. Cause he right. knew that that was my dream destination. Right. I looked at him, all my friends looked at him. We're all like, <laughs> well, I mean, okay, right. That can happen. And then five weeks after that, we were engaged. You know where I never went? Bali. <laughs> <laughs> we're still here talking about it still. But you know, is there such a thing as, I guess this is what, this is what kills me is that if you can look at your person, if I can sit here with you three months, like or I could say, a month, right? Like you and I have been sitting here for a month mm -hmm. and I look at you and I'm like, God, this woman is just, she hung the moon for me. Yeah. But five years later, if I'm still looking at you and I'm like, this woman still hangs the moon for me. Is that the same thing? Yeah. That's a dream, right? Is that for real? Yeah. Why can't that not be the real thing? Well, it can be for some people. For some people it can be, but I mean, 
and this is what we just talked about, you know, off mic is trauma happens in life. Right. And if you haven't gotten past the trauma in your own either childhood or past relationships, and then you try to be a grown ass adult and get into a relationship right. with somebody that isn't, doesn't see eye to eye with you or, or as I, or as I call them and a lot of other people call it this, but situationships. <laughs> It's a oh my gosh, I've never heard that. You've never heard of a situationship? No. No. Oh. So a situationship is, listen, we're going to sleep together. We're going to hang out, but we are not in a relationship. Say that again louder for every, everybody <laughs> to hear. <laughs> we're going to sleep together. We're going to hang out, but we will not be in a relationship. That is a situationship. Really? Yes. I've never heard of that. I can't believe. And how old are you? I'm, I'm 25. <laughs> <laughs> 25 years old. I'm just starting in the world today. Just, just counting. Just, yes. Just count numbers. Wow. But, and so, so many people now are involved in these situationships. That, it's a lot of work. No, that that's, that's actually the good thing about situationships is it is no work. Yes, but okay. But if, but if you're a normal person that actually wants a relationship and like you're saying, you want to sit there and you want to look across the couch and see your person and go, you know what, that is my person. And then five years down the road, that is still my person. That is the dream. But how many right. people still have that? Oh, because well. so, because like I said, so many people <laughs> nowadays are involving themselves in these situationships or getting involved with these people that have all this trauma in their life that they're not willing to deal with, or they're not willing to do the work to get over and then all you're doing is taking these big suitcases and putting it on the doorstep of somebody else saying, hey, here, take me as I am. And oh, hey, can you bring my bags in? Wow. Oh, you're killing me right now. <laughs> you are killing this. So just know, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do like parts two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten on this. But seriously, this is. Is this not crazy to you? It's crazy. Like, I'm kind of mind blown right now. I can see that in your face. I really am. I can see I your face. I really am because yeah. as much as you and I have talked, mm -hmm. I'm really kind of mind blown. Yeah. Because I think for all, how many hours have we talked like about this mess? Oh, God. I don't know. Over the past couple of months. We've spent a lot of hours yeah. together talking. I mean, yeah. Our text messages have been tremendous. But yeah. you've never hit this level with me. I'm really kind of, I'm like, wow. You are welcome. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. was saving it for your podcast. <laughs> oh, the, the best way to do it. The best way to do it right here. It's, it's an eye opener. Yeah. Because I want to say that, who, and it's very hard to not talk about actual situations. I know. But like I said, we're not here to talk bad we're about not, anybody. We're not. We're not. We're going to give everyone the respect that they deserve. And we've both been very careful. We've been very careful. Mm -hmm. um, but it's mind-blowing. Because I think, I think that for our times that we were in these, I can't call it a situation. No, they no you can't. They're not they, were, they were relationships. They're, you know, mm -hmm. I think for our times that we were here, and again, this is in regards to the mental aspect of who we are. Mm -hmm. I'm not here to glorify anything. I'm here because of us. Right. I, I think that, and this is why I asked you on, is because we are here because of who you are and what mm -hmm. you've done, what I am, who I am, excuse me, and what I've done, mm -hmm. and where we've gotten to this point. 
And it's it's a crazy thing for me to think about how we traveled this road yeah. of, and I'm just going to say, and I never use these words on my podcast because I'm just, that's just who I said I wasn't going to be. But these roads of almost hell yeah, that we've traveled to get to where we are today. Right. But when you look back at everything we've gone through. Right. I'm going to say something that's such a cliche and it's such a cliche. Let's do it. It's not your journey. It's your destination. That's, that's, that's truth though. But it's a cliche. It's, it's a cliche. such a cliche, but it's not the journey. It's where we end up. Our destination is not where we are right now. Yeah. Where we are in 50 years is where it does on our deathbed is that's our destination. That's right. where we are. What we choose to do between now and then that's our journey. And the problem is with a lot of people is they do not choose the right path. They stay in the same situations that bring them down and that bring them unhappiness and break them financially and spiritually and mentally. And they don't know how to get out of it. And that's why you have me on your show because <laughs> I took myself out of that bullshit right. because I was strong enough to do it. And there's not, there's a ton of people that are able to do that, but the majority of people that are in and let's face it, narcissistic relationships, whether they put their hands on you or not, is still an abusive relationship. Right. Because it breaks you so much. I was able to luckily bring myself up and out and bring my children up and out. And I'm sitting here today doing this podcast and able to talk about it. Which is powerful. Which is bringing back my power. It's bringing back, gaining back your power. Is that our title of our episode? <laughs> Getting our power Getting back. Getting our power. I got my power we back. We got our power back. Got We're not going to lie, ladies and gentlemen. There might have been a drink or two. It's okay. One or two. It's okay. It's all right. You know, I feel that, and I'm always going to refer, and I wish for everyone that's listening, I wish I could let you know how much of a conversation you and I have had. Right in regards to everything that has happened. Right. But when we're sitting here talking about getting our power back, you and I have been on a road yeah. that has broken us. Oh, or yeah. we've been on a, or we've been on a broken road. No, it has broken us. It's broken us. It's yeah. crushed us. Yeah. It has, yeah. um, it has totally. It's almost debilitating at times. Right. Yeah, I know. And for me, uh, I just thought to myself, there's somebody out there that needs this help. Yeah. There's somebody right now, which is, this is what I thought about actually when I was driving over here, because I was trying to get my thoughts into play. Mm -hmm. and, and I thought to myself, there's somebody out there right now today that is starting on this journey. On this journey. Can you imagine? No. No, I can't either because I'm like, you I just want to hug that person. Absolutely. And I mean, you know, I mean, for y'all out there, you know, he knows, like I've been flip-flopping on this all day. No, oh, I do. Right. I want to do it. Do I not? Because I have really high anxiety and yeah. it's just, that's who I am as a person. And all the way until he got here and started unloading his equipment, I'm like, Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> and that was one of the thoughts that I had was, you know, not that we've hit on everything tonight and talked about what, really it takes to get up and out of the situation. Cause I think that we do need to get there at some point to, to know what it takes yeah. to get up out. of. Yeah. That's what's going to help somebody. But I also think that it's going to help somebody to look for the signs of that love bombing and you know, the other things that we've touched on, but there's not, we're not done. Oh my God. We're not done. This is, I'm listening to you. We're not done. We've got like, this is, 
part one. <laughs> it is part one. But this is not a joke. No, it's not a joke. This shit happens every day. This is not a joke. To hundreds of thousands, millions of people. And and they don't even know what they're doing. And they that's the saddest thing. That is the saddest thing to me is they don't even know what they're doing until they're out of it. They right. have no idea what is happening, even when it gets bad. Even when it gets so bad and you're sitting there and you were spiritually and mentally and emotionally and financially broken. Yeah. And you're sitting there going, what happened? What, what, what happened to me? What that, happened? That it's question. What, what happened? happened? What happened? How many nights have you stayed up with what happened? Shit. Every night for the past five years. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Every I, it, night. It's what happened. What happened? What happened? What happened? And then you hear of what happened and you're like, no, that can't be that true. Can't be. But it's, it's happened. It's true. And then you're like, how? Yeah. How? And for me, and it's, and it's like he told you earlier, like I am, like I am a bartender. I'm able to talk to people. I'm fun and I'm loving and I'm caring and I'm charismatic. And I mean, let's just say it. I'm funny. You are, you have good jokes. Thanks. (laughs) So you would, you would never even expect that somebody like me would fall into this. Would never even expect that somebody like me would fall into this kind of. I saw that. Yeah. So the last time I went to the spoke and I sat there, I don't know who the guy was, but he, you were doing your, you're doing your work. Mm-hmm. You're doing what you do every day. And this guy, he's talking to you like, I, I don't even know how to describe it. <laughs> and I wanted to look at him and say, you got to stop. He's a fan. I, I think it's what it was. He's I'm like, dude, fan. you really got to stop yeah. because you're, you're not, you have no idea. Right. And I really wanted to say, you're not even ready. You're not even capable <laughs> you're not of even ready. <laughs> you're not even you're not you're not even capable of what's in front of you. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's like seriously, like how many people it's just really what it is. You are not ready. Right. You think you're ready. And I applaud you. I want to shake your hand. Good good <laughs> attempt. And A for effort. I just smack them on the ass and uh, keep get them on their way. <laughs> But you know, you don't. I can sit here with you. Mm-hmm. We could, we could, we could record all night. We can actually stop recording mm-hmm. and still talk about this all night, right? And I could sit with you and be like, "Man, this is for real." Yeah, this is nuts for real. Do you know how many people are going to get off this podcast and go try to search who I am now? They are. <laughs> You're going to become famous. I love it. I'm so excited. You're going to become famous. Wait till I put your pictures up. <laughs> Yes, ladies and gentlemen, she's that beautiful. Go look for her. Yes. I'm, I'm serious. They really are going to. And you know what? That's okay. Yeah. That's okay because I think there's one. This is what I always say at the end of my podcast mm-hmm. whenever I'm doing it by myself. And this is true. And you know what? I never followed my own advice. We never do. We never do. But this is what I say. You matter. Yes. You are number one. Yes. And you are a priority. Yes. And when you are good for yourself, you're going to be good for others. Mm-hmm. So you're going to go out there and shock the world. Absolutely. That's what I always say. Absolutely. I've ne- you know yeah. what? So I've already told you I have not heard any of your podcasts. It's terrible. Don't say that. <laughs> well, I'm not a podcast. Person. I know. She's not. It's okay. Really? I listened yeah. to my first podcast this weekend. Yeah. So like, I'm very new to this whole thing. Yeah. But I am so glad that you're putting that out into the world. You're yeah. manifesting that for other people. Yeah. That is really, really an amazing thing. And I'm really proud of you for doing that. Thank you. Thank you're you. Welcome. It's a, 
I I started this thing because of self talk. Yeah, I needed to get my brain out. Right, and this is what's. But you know, the thing about it is, is that it's exactly that. How many people I wanted somebody to tell me, dude, you matter. Yeah, and it wasn't until our situations. Yeah, where I finally started hearing you're valuable. You're somebody that I told you. You did. That I told you. You're worth it. You're yeah. you're somebody important. Yeah, and it's hard whenever you're like. When you talked about the breadcrumb earlier, yeah, you and I went outside off mic and we were like, what? No. It was, it hit me hard. I know it did. It hit me hard because I'm like. And I, and I hope that it hits other people hard. It's got to. I hope that it does. That analogy is such a strong force in what that type of relationship is. And when you finally realize that you're getting a crumb back versus giving your entire being and your soul and your finances and everything that you are to somebody that's literally giving you a breadcrumb. And if they don't give you that breadcrumb and then they make you feel bad for asking for it. And then you still stay, you still stay, you still stay because you hope and you hope and you pray and you see this little slight thing of potential. Oh, well, I hope that this person can still do this. I hope that this person that I fell in love with, I hope that I'm not so stupid. Christina, seriously. I hope that I'm not so stupid that I fell in love with this person that did this to me. So let wow. me get this person back because then I can feel better about myself that I'm not stupid. And then it turns into a whole nother thing of devaluing My yourself. Goodness, man. Yeah. This is deep. I know. I told I told you outside. This I mean, this this is just skimming the surface. We're, we're just right on it. Which that's okay because <clears throat> this is going to allow us to um and you know, if for anybody that's listening out right now, when you are listening to this episode, I asked Christina to come up with her own. I wanted her to do her own show. So if you think Christina <laughs> should do her own show, you got to reach out, people. You got to reach out and say, hey, get her to do her own show because um, what you are going to get is somebody that is absolutely brilliant, absolutely um, very knowledgeable. And, and she's so good with her words. You're so good. Thank you. And I think that you would do some you're going to do way better than i am uh, <laughs> i mean you really are I just, but it, but is, isn't isn't that the greatest thing in life is that the teacher that the student <laughs> surpasses the teacher is isn't that what the isn't that that's what that how is? it goes <laughs> god goes? you went to a place where i can't argue with that you always want the student and, to be better than the and teacher you in education oh, you, you've got to love that one you've got to love that one it was going to come back and bite me i knew it i knew it but yeah so if you think she should create her own show we'll put we'll put it up on the instagram oh we're gonna take a poll should christina have Ooh, her own show on the getting instagram. on the inst on the gram on the gram oh we're gonna so do it you watch <laughs> what happens you watch what happens but i i'm kind of in a i did not expect this to happen tonight i really didn't either i really didn't either i was so nervous and i really thought that i was going to shut down more than i did and then of course we had a couple drinks and now i'm all <laughs> it's okay that's okay. Just running at the mouth. That's all right. I mean, this is where it comes from. Right. This is true feeling. Absolutely. And again, I think it's pretty, which is cool because you, you and I have known each other for this long. Right. That there's no weirdness when we talk about this. Right. But also, which is funny because when 
you reached out to me this first past time, right. which had been a while. It happened. I remember, and I think I told you this. I had actually messaged you the night before. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, uh, you know, like, like, hey, what's up, right? Like, right. You know, just, just to kind of yeah, say, yeah, TikTok. Yeah, was it TikTok? Yeah. I think it's what it was. And I said, uh, and I said hello. And then you reached out the next day, mm -hmm. and we just kind of started in all this, and so that really turned into something that was, it was in. I want. I'm going to use the word intense. It's because of these situations mm -hmm. that it took us to that next level. But right. when I say that I leaned on you, I really did. You did lean on me. I did lean on you tremendously. But I got broad shoulders. You do. You're she's serious. And I and I told you that I was not only helping you, but two other different friends of mine yeah. was going through the same thing. And so I was on the phone all day long, every single day up until right. all hours of the night. Yeah. And it was because they knew that what I was going through not knowing that I was talking to other people going through it. Yeah. And so here we go. One of, one of my youngest sons come to me and said, mom, aren't you ever tired of being somebody else's person? Right. Like, aren't you tired? Yeah. Because you're always there for other people. Mm -hmm. When do you have time to deal with your own stuff? And I told him, I said, I deal with my own stuff by helping other people. Right. And that is, I mean, that, that's, that's how I help it. You know, I do get tired sometimes, but I mean, I feel like God puts people on earth for a certain reason. And my reason was to go through my journey and my, and part of my journey is to help the people that I, that I, that I meet along the way. And I love that. And that is one of those things that I'm getting back is I love that about myself. Is it fair to say to you that it's your time? Yes. Like, honestly, like I'm sitting here with you. Yes, it is. As much as I've reached out to you, I almost want to say, I'm not going to ask you for advice anymore. No, no. And please don't, please don't ever feel that way. Cause like, I, cause like, <laughs> cause like I just said, I really feel like my destiny, why, why God put me on this earth was because I have the capability to be able to right. be that shoulder offer advice, whether I take my own advice or not, but offer advice and be that person for other people. Now, when you ask if it's my time, that is a separate question. Is it my time? Absolutely. Yeah. It is my time. But just because it's my time now does not mean that I don't want to, I have this, I have this brain image right. of the way that I am with my friends and the people that I care about. And it's, and it's me walking through this big field with these big pants, like cargo pants with these big pockets and picking up all my people and putting them in all these pockets and carrying them. And it's this mental image that I have, and I've had this for years and years and years. And that's how I feel is I want to be able to be there for anybody and everybody that I love and care about in my entire life and just pick them up and go, all right, I got you. Let's go. And you start on the journey. Yeah, and I start on the journey. Wow. That's deep. Nah. What listening to you say that? How many people do you know about that in the world? How many people do you know that are like that? I don't know. One. The one. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, she's my friend. <laughs> she's my friend. So I didn't want to cut you off in that deep thought. Oh, you're fine. You want to take a break? Absolutely. Okay. We're going to take a break and we'll be back. All right. All right. We're back. 
off of our break time. Good conversation off mic, yeah? Absolutely. Always, always. And I think this is where some of our ideas come back because a lot of this is where are we going next with this? And this episode, and I don't know about anybody that's listening, is this has been a little intense for me. Yeah, I know it has. How long, again, I'm going to bring it up. How many hours have we spent talking deep into the night, one, two in the morning? Shit, one, two, three, three four. Three, four. Um, but it, this night was serious. Yeah. You brought out some stuff. You you came out hard. <laughs> <laughs> Guns up blazing. You sure did. You sure did. So um, now, first of all, do you... I know that you're you're at the spoke. Mm-hmm. How many people come up to you and say, "Hey, Christina, this you're working a hundred miles an hour, and I've seen you do your thing." But how many people stop you and say, "Hey, can you give me some good words?" Um, let's see. I only work about three days a week, so probably at probably at least three four times a week. Right. Probably. And are these are these legit? Not. Not Robert, who's had way too much to drink, and he's at the bar, and he can't even stand up straight. No. But people like, that, people that yeah. actually come and seek me out. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Um, I feel like, and I just had somebody reach out to me today, and she felt lost, and she felt like she didn't have anybody, and she reached out to me, and she just said, I just need a friend, and you were the first person that I thought of. And for me, that feels amazing. You know, that's just, it's just great. But- I think that anybody else that's actually in my life and that knows me and that knows the kind of person that I am and the advice that I'm going to give, like I said, I don't take my own advice, but I give great advice. They will come and seek me out to see what I'm going to say. All right. Are you ready? I sure am. You have a young lady and that she knows somebody that knows you very well. Mm -hmm. And she knows, I should say this other friend of yours knows how well you reach out to people in times of need, need mm-hmm. good words, whatever. So you have this young lady, she's terrified right now. Right. And the friend says, you got to go talk to Christina because she's got some good words for you. She comes up to you and she says, Hey, Christina, this friend of yours over here recommended that I come ask you a question. Mm-hmm. And she says, I'm in this relationship. And I think that maybe and and this could actually i say i say female this could be a male too mm-hmm. comes up and says my person i think is very narcissistic uh they i thought we had something good i thought we were in something beautiful all of a sudden they drop me i don't know why i don't know what's going on i've loved this person so much and all of a sudden i am like feeling like nothing yeah. They won't talk to me. They won't do, but I'm, I've gave myself, I have no idea where to go from here. What do I do? What do you say? I think at that point I look at this person and say, and tell them that you teach people how to treat you. You teach people how to treat you. Wow. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to, okay. I'm going to stop talking because I'm going to go there. Go ahead. <laughs> In the duration of a relationship, no matter if it's a normal relationship, I say quote unquote normal, or a narcissistic relationship, or any other kind of relationship between normal and narcissistic, you still treat people or teach people how to treat you. 
you either teach people to treat you with respect and love and caring and kindness because you give that back or you teach people how to treat you that you give them love and caring and empathy and caring and give them everything that you can and you teach them that you're going to give them that and they don't have to give that back because you're going to give that willingly. And if you're going to give that willingly, those people who are going to take it, they're going to take it. And you've taught them, you've taught them how to treat you. <laughs> um, so you left me with no words <laughs> right now. So I'm going to gather myself really quick, but I look at you and I say, or this person looks at you and says, through all this, I still want this person back. Yeah. What do I do? You're going to want that person back until you don't. Um, I feel like, and I know that I've said God a few times and whether you believe or not, God will keep putting that person in front of you and keep giving you these lessons until he completely breaks you down until you have no choice, but to look at yourself and go, sorry, y'all, but what the fuck? What? the fuck did I just do? Go on God, and preach. Go ahead. God will do this. God will do this. He will put that person in front of you. He will put these lessons in front of you. And it is up to you to look at this and go, holy crap, where did I, where did I go wrong? What, right. what happened? And then it's only up from there though, baby. When you realize that, mm. when you realize when you hit that bottom and you go and you have to ask yourself, where, where did I go wrong? What did I do? Right. And you realize you didn't do anything wrong. It's only up from there. Is that not the craziest feeling in the world? It is. It's liberating. It's insane. It's liberating. It's almost, it, it's like, and it, if, if you've never felt liberating before, mm -hmm. which I've never felt liberating before, and then you feel it and you're like, this is not. This is nothing familiar to me. Right. It's but, uncomfortable. Oh, it's, it's uncomfortable, it's but uncomfortable. you're like, <clears throat> um, this doesn't feel bad though. But the best lessons are uncomfortable. Right. Like, like, mm -hmm. like this is not what I'm used to. Right. And I, and I'm sitting in front of you, like gritting my teeth, like, just, it's, gotta because be uncomfortable. it's like, oh, but, but why am I not scared about this? Because there's nothing to be scared of. There's nothing to be scared of. You've already been through it. You've been through this. You've, been, you've, already, you've already been through the worst of it. Ugh. So that part is not the scary part. And for some people it is. The scary part is leaving and figuring out how they're going to get their life back together. And, you know, some people are so far, you know, financially broken that they don't really yeah. know what the next step is. I mean, there's a whole lot of different scenarios. But when you get that feeling within yourself and you finally realize that you're bigger and better than the situation that you came out of. It doesn't really matter where you are in your own socioeconomic class or whatever it is. Like you are, you're, you're good. You're, you are better. You can go anywhere. I would go and sleep on somebody's couch before I go back into the relationship that I was just in. Yes. Yeah. I. <laughs> Nothing to say. <laughs> I always have something to say. I really do. But. Because I think you have my mind blown right now. <laughs> like, I'm seriously like, my thoughts are are everywhere. And I'm always going to go back to, you and I are not doing this because we want to put any kind of negative light on any no. person. Um, 
I will not speak about any situations that I've been in. Right. I will not speak about yours. Right. But there's a respect to it. Absolutely. There's a respect to it. But I do believe that in my eyes, I'm going to use the word our people. Mm-hmm. Our people. I think I can use that word, our mm-hmm. people. Our people. You want our people to be okay. Right. We want them to figure it out. And that's why we're doing this. That's why we're that's doing That's why you this. finally convinced me to do this. We have to speak on this. Yeah. We're not crazy, are we? Uh, well, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> but I think, you know, I think love makes you. Love makes you crazy. Oh, boy. Especially the wrong kind of love. It, it does. Is there the good kind of love? Yes, there is. is I that, believe there is. I believe there is. Too. I believe there is. I believe I've there seen is it. Too. I've seen it in other people. I yeah. haven't had it personally, but I have seen it in other people and I believe in it. And it makes me wow. believe. And I know that at some point in my life, I will find it. It's going to be there. At, at some point. Some point. It's got to be. Just, but, you know, here's the problem. If those people don't get it, do you not realize that they're missing out on just amazing <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's really kind of it, you know? Yeah, but may- but maybe that's going to be our next show is why we don't want those people. We don't want, ooh, okay, we're going to write that down. <laughs> part two, ladies and gentlemen, part two coming up. Oh, this is not over with. It this is, is not. not over with. We thought this was going to be a 30-minute segment. No, it's not. It's not we're anymore. Not even, and no, it's <laughs> completely blown up. But like you said, this has to be talked about. Yeah, it does. Not not for our people, because, well, for our people. For our people. For our people. There's a lot of love and respect there still. Yeah. But for us, mm-hmm. number one. Mm-hmm. For us, number one. Yeah. And we can move on and we can be, we can be Robert and we can be Christina. And I don't know if I want Robert from six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> We won't go there. We won't go we there. We won't go there. But well, I think I like Christina from six years ago. I do like Christina yeah. from six I remember Christina yeah. from six years She's ago. She's cool. She was mad cool. She was super cool. She was super cool. <laughs> was that when you were doing um the poster thing? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You were famous. I was famous. You were famous. No, I wasn't famous. I was Amarillo famous. There's a difference. <laughs> there's, there's you're still famous. You were famous. Yeah, I right? worked for I worked for a beer company and I did a calendar and I did several posters and they were uh-huh. hung up all over town. They were. That was fun. That was pretty cool because mm-hmm. I wasn't even at your place or wherever. And, and you like, saw me. Hey, that's <laughs> hey, Christina. Christina. <laughs> hey, she's my friend. Yeah, I know her. I know her. <laughs> be like, my friends would be like, no, you don't. You're a liar. <laughs> you don't know her at all. But yeah, that that was pretty cool. That was a really cool time. But I think um, if I want to put both of you together, mm-hmm. Wow. I'm telling you, Super Christina. Super Christina. Super Christina. Oh, my goodness. I I want now, every, it's like I want everybody who's going to go through this mm-hmm. to come talk to you. And I know that's not, that's going to sound very selfish because it's about you. For me too, it's about you. I, but I would love that. I mean, if people reached out, if people... I would actually love that. It's it's, not, it's like I said, you know, I pick up my people in my car, cargo pants yeah. and I stick them in and yeah, I go on my journey. Like I, I really feel like I was put here to help people. I really feel like I'm here. And even if I don't help them, if they could just talk, if right. they can just tell me their situation and I just sit there and listen and go, oh, baby girl, I'm so sorry. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry that you're going through that. That sucks. And nothing ever comes of it. Then fine. 
But if right. somebody's able to come and just talk and get it out to where they can't go to anybody in their family, can't go to their friends because their friends already think that they're fucking stupid for staying in the yeah. relationship in the first place, they have somewhere safe to go. I'd love to be that person. Right. Is there a point where you say, oh, not today? No. It's, it's, it's crazy, right? Yeah. I got approached today. Mm-hmm. And I saw the look on this gentleman's face mm -hmm. when he talked to me mm -hmm. and I couldn't walk off. Yeah. I, and I had to stand next to him in a way that showed him, man, I'm here. Yeah. Let's talk it out. And then it was over with and we kept talking and it was just, uh, it was the most powerful thing. And so <laughs> it's, um, I don't know. Yeah. We're, we're here for a reason now. We are. We got put through this madness and we're here for a reason. I believe so. So what do you think about doing part two? I'm down now. Are you down for this? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I absolutely mean this. If you are here in Amarillo, Texas, and you have a chance to go to the Broken Spoke, you got to meet Christina. <laughs> you got to meet her. Now, I'm not going to put you in the same position as me because I've, I've got years built up. I've got years built up. So I can say <laughs> she's one of my greatest friends ever. And I've got years built up. But it's, you bring so much to the table. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Like, I did not expect this to happen tonight. Mm. This is cool. It is this cool. This is cool. I'm going to go and be like, wow. mind <laughs> But I think it's going to take... It's going to take things to another level right. of thought process. Yeah. And again, it's not to, to think bad about anyone. Mm -hmm. It's us. Yeah. But that's why, and I mean, really quickly, that's why when it, whenever you would call me and you would talk on your situation and whatever, and I would make you step back and go, okay, well, maybe this or maybe this. Right. Well, what are you going to do? You got to wake up tomorrow morning and put one foot in front of the fucking other and you mm -hmm. better keep going. You better pick up your head and just go. And if you got to pretend for a little while, pretend, pretend. And then what, what that pretending turns into, it turns into reality. And where are you today versus a month ago? Oh my gosh. You want to go there? <laughs> because I remember a month ago. Yeah, I do too. I remember a month I ago. I do too. And I was out of my mind. I know. And look at you today. Is it better? It is better. You woke, you woke up every day and put one foot in front of yeah. the other because you had to. You had no yeah. choice. You have yeah. to live life. You have to do what you have to do. And if anybody sits here and says, whatever, like, get over it, you just don't say that. No, you don't. You don't say that. No. 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 It's the people that don't want to listen. It's the people that don't want to care that say, just get over it. That's wild, right? Mm-hmm. It is. The mind, the mental. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy situation. Sure is. All right. Well, hey, we could be here all night. We could, be. <laughs> we could be here. This would be a five-hour episode, a five-hour. And nobody's going to listen to that. No, at that point, they're <laughs> asleep and we're done. And so, all right. Well, Christina, I love you to death. Love you, too. And I'm so glad you did this with me. Thank you. And we're going to keep going. I appreciate it. We're going to do, like, seriously, the, like, I think we could break this down into a series. I think so, She's too. She's going to do her own show. Shh. <laughs> Gonna we're going to do, do an Instagram poll. She's going to do her own show. Everybody's we're going to do an Instagram poll. Listen. Yes. <laughs> I don't know yes. if it's going to be a thing. It's going to be fantastic. So um, we're going to get out of here. Okay. Okay. But we're, you're not even done. Remotely close to death. You're going to be my co-host from now All on. All right. Let's go. All right. All right. Any last thing for the people? Just be brave and be smart. But above all, be happy.
It's beautiful. All right. All right. You good with that? I'm good with it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're not done yet. If you're in Amarillo, Texas, go see her at the spoke. You're not going to regret it. <laughs> and don't forget to take care of her either. Yeah, man. yeah. Hey, you can come talk to me, but you know, you might want to slip me a buck or two. <laughs> <laughs> slip the dollar in there. All right. We're going to get out of here. Thank you. You're Thank the you. best. And I love you tremendously. I love for you this. too. All right. Uh, we'll talk to you later. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.